Hello, my name is Aziz, and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others, and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast, where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all their insecurities. They will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with a sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Lin Cao. Lin Cao is the first girl from Vietnam in this podcast, a graduate student pursuing a degree in business analytics at Drexel University. Her passion lies in unraveling patterns in data, uncovering insights that can streamline business performance and provide a tangible competitive edge. However, as much as she is fascinated by the power of data, she is equally committed to the ethical aspects of data collection and use, advocating for responsibility and transparency in this digital age. Born and raised in a humble farm village in Vietnam, her thirst for knowledge was insatiable from an early age. Lin firmly believes that education has the power not only to transform individual lives, but to uplift entire communities. She considers herself a lifelong learner, and she is always seeking out opportunities to grow both personally and professionally. In her leisure time, her love for learning extends into a deep affection for literature. Her favorite author, Khaled Hosseini, has a unique ability to weave compelling narratives about the human condition that resonate deeply with her. His books serve as a reminder of our shared humanity, imbuing Lin with empathy and understanding. The riveting tales Hosseini crafts about the triumph of the human spirit, despite all odds, inspire her and feeds her passion for creating a positive change in the world. In her journey, Lynn is driven by the belief that we can empower others through education and data, just as she has been empowered. Whether through the, her studies in business analytics or her love for compelling literature, her life is dedicated to understanding the world and using that understanding to make a positive impact. Lynn, how are you today? Hi, Aziz. I'm good. I feel honored, lucky, happy to have you here. Very curious about you as a person. And I'll begin with this nice first question, which is, Lynn, if your friends could describe your personality, what would they say about you? There are three words that my friend over you to talk about me. That is uh, resilient, determined, and compassionate. Like my drive to always challenge myself and overcome difficulties has also become 
a defining part of who I am, and making people describe me as a fighters or go getters. But the hard working is not only the part of my life. Uh, my friend also talk about me about the empathies, and um, I love to listen to people and make them feel seen and understood. I love that. I love it very, very much. And so to begin, because you're someone who seems to be driven, you're a go-getter, as you said, there are some girls and women in this world who feel like a sense of struggle with them going out of their comfort zone. They worry about failing. Maybe others would judge them or they'll disappoint their parents. How do you deal with such things? And what's your advice for such girls? So before giving some advice to the women who will listen to the episodes, I want to talk about one time that I get the difficulties in my life. Like it is the first time I faced a significant professional setback. And it was a moment when I was striving to reach a career milestone, but thing didn't go as planned. So instead of letting the disappointment consume me, I chose to view the setback as an opportunity for learning and growth. And it was a difficult process, but I found strength in my ability to adapt the bond back. And um, that experience shaped my perspective and taught me the importance of the resilience. And it's made me um, realize that the failure is not the end, but rather the stepping stone to the success. So I believe that uh, not only women, but also um, like everyone in the world have their own difficulties. So instead of thinking that difficulty can um, like can be the big failures of my life, of our life, and and make us feel disappointed. So we could consider think positive about that. We learn from the failure, learn, learn from the difficulties. And then we find our inner strength and we we grow up and we take advantages of the difficulties and we learn how to be success, be successful. Thank you. I love that story and the mindset and the perspective you have. And to ask you even more, you are the first girl from Vietnam in this podcast. Can you share a little bit about what is some unique things about the culture of women in Vietnam? How uh, do you view yourself? How much is women's empowerment there? Share more about your life as someone growing up in a small village in Vietnam and how that shaped your evolution. Thank you so much for that. Um, really, really good questions. <laughs> I was born in a farm village in Vietnam. So I first I want to share about the journey, how I uh, I grow up and how, my journey from a try to me today. Like I was born in a family that my parents are teachers, but despite being teachers themselves, uh, they also have struggled to provide me with the same educational opportunity that the urban children often take for granted. So they always emphasize that the importance of knowledge and learning as a way to break free from a humble circumstance. So at my secondary school, I took part in some Madden English class in a town far from me, how five miles away. 
So I usually like uh, go back and forth uh, three days a week to take part in that class. And I remember days when I would be drenched by the rain and worn by the summer heat, but I kept uh, pushing myself. And the journey became like the metaphor for my education journey and reminding me that the road to knowledge is not always comfortable or easy, but it is always worth it. And the challenging in my early life, like lit the groundwork for my strong work ethic and I learned the value every every opportunity and to make the most of my circumstance. So I recognize the success wasn't about where I came from or what I had to start with. It was about the determination to keep going despite of the obstacle in my way. So that a journey, my journey from a tribe in the farm village to now uh, the girl uh, pursuing the graduate program in the America. So sharing about my life, it is a part of uh, what the young, like the girls, many girls in Vietnam growing up in the farm village are facing up. But nowadays, everything is like uh, different from the time when I was a child. Now the children's in Vietnam, especially um, uh, many girls, they have a more opportunity to access the better educations in the rural areas. And the parents also provide them with a good, good educations. And um, I think I'm very lucky to be born in a family where my, my parents always support me. And I believe that many young girls in Vietnam are also be supported by, by their parents to dream bigger and grow in a better um, background now today. I love that story. And it makes me think the way you express yourself is very eloquent. Is it because of your love for literature? And can you share how can literature help women understand themselves, the world better and connect better with other people and live life in a more effective way? I feel like since I was a child and my parents bought a lot of books and magazines to me. And I think the love for the literature uh, began from that time. So I believe that um, I found my confidence to tell my story to the literatures and also my experience, both good and bad. I think that literatures has shaped me into the person I am today, uh, along with my experience. So how to say that it is um, the first the first thing that it changed my life is the education and the awareness. Like the literatures educate me as a girl about the rise and the potentials and also the possibilities that exist beyond the immediate context. And education just can inspire and empower me through many stories of many inspired characters in the in the book um, to pursue the freedom and to be um uh, and to be, I don't know how to say, but it is um, like the strength of the character in the book I read always inspire me to be a better person, to be hardworking. And the second thing that literature teach me is that being an empathetic and understandable person, like the literature is like exposure expose me to different perspective and experience and fostering the empathy and understanding in me. And it also provides 
the insight into the experience of many people around the world, experience the culture that I have never seen before. So it provides me the background and also helped me to be an open-minded people, uh, open-minded person. So I believe that literature can also help many women around the world to make them a better um, version of themselves, being more empathetic, more friendly, understandable, and also motivated them to pursue a better life, better education. Thank you. That's fantastic. And you are now someone who's fascinated by the world of data. First, why is this something that is very interesting for you? How do you view it helping business and the world? As well as speak a bit about some of your reservations about data privacy and the ways that data can be used for good ways or for ways that are overdone. Thank you so much for asking me about my passions right now. Like I've always been fascinated by the immense power of the data since high school, like in my high school, I I took part in a group with the two team members and we built an application to help people in the emergency situations. Like they can shake their hand, their um their phone, and then um the information that they are in dangerous situation can be sent to the police and, and their parents immediately. That is a project to participate in the scientific uh competitions in at high school. And um when we build that app and there's some user from our class set and I can like collect some data of our user and I realize that oh when I have uh the data of user is very powerful that I can use that um information to do um many things analyze analyze the data and then I can have uh, some insight and also I imagine that if like some organizations having like a lot of data. So they have very powerful power in the hand. So that is a time that I realized the power of data. And that is a time when the passion for the data analytics um, started. So I found myself drawn into the process of the discussing complex data set and gleaning inside from seemingly unrelated information and also using the fighting to solve the real world problem. And I love the data analytics allowing me to combine the skill and the statistic and the problem solving with creative creativity and the innovations. So I feel like it's like a bachelor's that require both logics and creativity to decode and the satisfaction of finding the solution to the incredibly rewarding. But as I told you that I realized the power of data in high school and how dangerous it is if it will fall into the hand of a bad person. So that is why I really care about the transparency and the ethical issue of the data. Like I believe that the duties of the organizations and companies and many experts in this industry nowadays that is to keep the privacy of the user and do not let the data fall into the hand of the pet person. So that's what I am uh, learning and um, my ethics when I'm working in the industry right now. Thank you for this. I love it very, very much. It's great that you are able 
to understand yourself much more, focus on your passions and build your journey in the way that you want. So what's your advice for some women who might not really have found their passion? They do something just maybe to please their parents or expectations of other people. How to go about finding their passion and having the courage to go for it, even if they uh, could risk failing? So what I want to tell to the women struggling to find the voice is that believe in your words and the unique insight and the perspectives you bring to the table. And remember that your experience are valid and your feelings are important and your voice deserves to be heard. And it might seem daunting at first, but take small steps and starting sharing your thought, your opinion in a safe space, and also listen to your inner self to realize what your dream is and what is your strength is. And as you gain more confidence, you will find it easier to express yourself in other areas of your life too. So never be afraid to tell your story for it taught sharing our story that we inspire others and affect affect the meaningful change um, in use and in other people. That is what I want to say. Thank you so much, Lynn. It was my privilege and my honor to have you here to share your voice. I wish you all the success, a bright future, and I wish you to always keep going. Thank you so much, Aziz. I, I would love to take part in your podcast today. And I really, really appreciate the opportunity to share my story, my journey with many, many uh, inspired women around the world. You are welcome. Mm-hmm.